Are you familiar with the expression, you are what you eat? So I think we all know this expression, right? If you eat healthy food, a lot of vegetables, uh, then you'll feel healthy. Your body will be in good shape. You'll have lots of energy. If you eat a lot of ice cream, cookies, and cake, uh, you won't be in great shape, won't have too much energy. Uh, as I'm saying this now, I'm kind of feeling convinced I need to reassess my dietary choices moving forward. But that's not the main purpose for me saying this. But that expression, you are what you eat, I think is very helpful for us to consider on this Feast of Corpus Christi, where we remember and we give thanks to God for the gift of the body and blood of our Lord. You are what you eat. So what, when we come to Mass, do we eat? Jesus, in the Gospel today, tells us that he is the bread of life. The Gospel we heard today from John chapter 6 is a real beautiful part of John's Gospel, a challenging part of John's Gospel, taken from what is called the Bread of Life Discourse. So remember in John chapter 6, Jesus first multiplies the loaves on a mountain and he gives the bread to people. And then he crosses the sea and he goes to Capernaum and the people come to him and they want more bread from him. They're impressed that they've been fed by him and Jesus begins to talk to them to explain that he has something greater to give them. Ultimately, Jesus tells the people that he is the bread of life this bread that he gives to the world. And Jesus here, in explaining that he is the bread of life, compares himself to the manna that Israel received in the wilderness. Now the followers of Jesus won't receive this manna on their journey, but now we receive Jesus, who is the bread of life. And then Jesus, as he goes on describing or discussing with the crowds, explains that he is the bread of life in two ways. And I think we've talked about this before, Jesus first explains that he is the bread of life in his word, that the teaching of Jesus is like bread that nourishes us, that strengthens us. And then ultimately, Jesus explains how he is the bread of life in the Eucharist, the gift of his very body and blood for us. So Jesus then is the bread of life in his word and in the Eucharist. And this is really what we eat and receive each and every Eucharist when we come to Mass. We receive Jesus Christ in two ways. Jesus, the bread of life. We receive Jesus when we listen to his word. And this is why this altar or this lectern uh, is designed like the altar here. We have two altars or two tables from which we eat and are nourished at each and every mass. The table of the word where we receive Christ's word into our lives and the table of the Eucharist where we receive the Eucharist from. So we remember each and every Mass that we receive Jesus Christ, who is the bread of life. Ultimately, on this feast, this solemnity, we remember in a special way we receive Jesus uh, in his body and blood in the Eucharist. And of course, belief in the Eucharist can be a bit difficult. To believe that this small piece of bread, this host, this wine becomes the body and blood of Jesus is not a very easy thing to believe. Because ultimately, it tastes like bread, it looks like bread, it can be difficult to believe that this is truly Jesus. I think it's helpful to remember that this feast actually began, according to the stories, because of doubt in the Eucharist. So this feast began perhaps around the 13th century, and at this time, as kind of the story goes, there was a priest on his way to a small village in Italy called Balseno, and he was walking there to this small village, and as he was walking to the village, he was preparing for Mass in this small chapel there in one of the churches. 
And as he was preparing for Mass, this priest, this story goes, was having all kinds of doubts. They had a difficult time believing that Jesus was truly present in the Eucharist that he was about to celebrate. And as this story goes, when the priest was celebrating the Eucharist, there was a miracle that day. The bread and wine actually that day, the host turned into flesh, turned into somebody's body. And the priest, of course, was very, very shocked and felt very, perhaps some, some fear because he had been having all these doubts. And he reported this to the church authorities. And word of this Eucharistic miracle ultimately came to St. Thomas Aquinas and the Pope of that day. And they were all very impressed by this and decided because of this miracle, but also because of the importance of the Eucharist, to celebrate this feast each and every day, each and every year, the Solemnity of Corpus Christi, where we remember ultimately that Jesus Christ is truly present in the Eucharist. Of course, we believe that Jesus Christ is present under the appearance of bread and wine, but we believe that truly Jesus Christ is present in the Eucharist ultimately because he told us so. We heard in the Gospel today that Jesus says we need to eat his flesh, and when we do this, we will have eternal life. We believe that Jesus is present when we receive the Eucharist because Christ ultimately has told us this. And we can kind of consider what it means for Jesus to be present in the Eucharist when we think about the words of consecration, which come from Luke's Gospel, but also uh, 1 Corinthians, where Jesus says ultimately, do this in remembrance of me. And we say these words each and every Mass, do this in remembrance of me. We've discussed before, I think, that for Jesus' time, when Jewish people did something in remembrance of something else, especially in a liturgical setting, it wasn't just sort of like an intellectual thing where they remembered an event that happened, had fond feelings. No, remembrance was something much more profound. When Jewish people remembered an event, they were actually present to the event that they remembered. So, for example, we heard about the Exodus and the Passover meal was a remembrance of the Exodus. So even until this day, when Jewish people celebrate the Passover meal, when they remember the Exodus, they believe that they are present at the Exodus, that God is liberating them here and now. So when Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me, he has this sort of remembrance in mind. Jesus ultimately tells us to remember him in the Eucharist, and when we do this, we believe that we are kind of transported back to the Last Supper, which is connected to the passion of Jesus. So we're transported back then to the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ. And because of this, Jesus ultimately is present in our midst. So when we do this in remembrance of Christ, each and every Eucharist, Jesus Christ is truly present in the Eucharist, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. Because of this, then, when we receive the Eucharist, we ultimately receive Jesus Christ. And remember that expression, you are what you eat. Ultimately, receiving the Eucharist is meant to transform us into Jesus Christ, to become more like him. Now, there was a Pope, Leo the Great, who lived in the 5th century, who didn't exactly say, you are what you eat, but he said something a bit more similar, kind of a bit more um, kind of profound language. Uh, Pope Leo the Great said, Our sharing in the body and blood of Christ has no other purpose than to transform us into that which we receive. So receiving the Eucharist is meant to transform us into what we receive, namely Jesus Christ. In receiving the Eucharist, we become what we eat. 
And ultimately, this has many different changes in our life. Receiving the Eucharist makes us to become more like Christ. And we used to say kind of in, in years past, WWJD, what would Jesus do? So more and more when we receive the Eucharist, we want to be asking ourselves this question to consider all our actions, to think what would Jesus do if he were in this situation? As well, ultimately, the Eucharist is meant to transform us into a more loving and united community. We all receive Jesus Christ, therefore we are meant to be united. And in the writings of the church, we find this symbolized in many ways. We all receive from the one saborium, or bowl with the same bread there. We all receive the same bread, you could say, from the same loaf. We all receive the body of Christ, and because of this, therefore, the Eucharist is meant to make us united. Ultimately, when we receive the Eucharist, we become what we eat. We're transformed to become more like Jesus Christ. So on this Sunday, then, in a particular way, the Church invites us to reflect upon the gift of the Eucharist, to give thanks to God for the gift of the Eucharist, and ultimately to reaffirm our faith in the Eucharist. So one way we can do this very simply is when we receive the Eucharist, you know, when we say the body of Christ, we all know that we say amen. And that word amen is a very profound Hebrew word that has kind of various meanings. It can mean truly, or it's a sign that we affirm or believe what is being said. So this time, this evening, when we receive the Eucharist then, let us then, when we hear those words, the body of Christ, and receive the Eucharist, let us say amen in a special way this evening, really affirming and giving thanks to God for this gift of the Eucharist that ultimately transforms us into what we receive, transforms us slowly but surely to become more like Christ.